0: Asiatown Voice is an hour-long non-profit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We are on every Sunday at 7 to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans community and their culture, education, and their events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asiatown Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that listeners will enjoy our program and give support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. Okay, I, as an introduction, I am Ken Uehara, and I have with me... Uh, I, I'd actually like you to introduce yourself, Johnny, because I'm not sure what
1: you're <laughs> teaching. <strategic laughs> sure. Hello, everybody. This is Johnny Wu. I'm uh, usually being known the DJ Ghost host, but yes. uh, usually I'm not here because I'm trying to uh, let other people run the show. Uh, our bossy lady Yen Teng, will be joining us a little bit later. Um, you just heard the song composing opening music by Barta Kumar, and our new ho- uh, host Ken Wehara. He's the one that just gave us the introduction. Um, Ken, so we need a we need a DJ name for you, right? Right.
0: <laughs> so this is. Uh currently going to be Amateur Hour because <laughs> I don't even have a, a DJ name for me. But uh, I, I don't even know. Um, it, It's tough because is that something where... It's a name that's given to you that over time someone says, hey, this is, you know, like a, a nickname where someone says, hey, this is what I'm going to call you from now on. And even if you don't really like it, it just sticks among your friends and people call you that or you eventually <laughs> just accept it and say, OK, that's me from now on.
1: Well, do you oh, have some kind of nickname that somebody had called you that you even know you didn't like it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nothing that I could say on the air
1: Okay, so um, we're not going to say anything <laughs> <laughs> But um, it's it's kind of the both, the both Because I I have a tendency not to say a word So, But uh, like DJ Alexicon He would just have his own name He just want to call his head a DJ Alexicon um, I don't even know what that means Maybe Alex eventually can tell us About uh, Sunday later today or next time
0: Well, we, we can take the time now To just guess what uh...
1: <laughs> Yeah, we could <laughs> Or um, in the
0: next episode, they can tell us if we were correct or... <laughs>
1: exactly. So I think maybe because he's a lexicon. <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: that's what I'm thinking as well. <laughs> he is very verbose. He likes to use those, uh, those words that are rarely used in conversation. <laughs> Does he do that often where he'll use things like myriad or, or uh, gregarious uh, very like non-conversational words, where you will just put them out once th- in a while.
1: Yeah, I think he does. Uh, that's oh, actually okay. a good point. <laughs> I never thought about that way, but yeah, I think he does.
0: All right, duly noted. Then, so yeah, it's, it fits the bill. It fits his uh, name
1: exactly. Have, did you listen to the last Sunday's uh, uh, tape uh, radio show uh, because you were in it?
0: I I know I I was in it, but uh, I was not able to listen to it. it there was a point where. I think around nine PM on Sunday, I just realized, oh, there was the, uh, uh, there was the the
1: show that. that, that, <laughs> that was, was. on. Do a show, and, it seven was, yeah,
0: and it just happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I was there. <laughs> you were so there, it, but. <laughs> yeah, I
0: had the, I had the front row seats. Actually, I was participating in it, so. It
1: you spectator. were the. We were interviewing you because you just came came here to Cleveland.
0: That is correct. That is correct, and I think. One of the things, too, um, I think for a few more episodes to come is that my role will largely be being the newbie to Cleveland and asking many of the questions that either our listeners already know the answer to or hopefully there is a demographic out there where just like me, they are. Uh, new to the Cleveland area, or just new to uh, the topics that we're talking about. So it might be good for me as a sounding board to ask those questions that they might have in
1: mind as well. That, that is actually an excellent way to do it. So we can, we can also get engagement from the, for the listeners. They can either go to our Facebook page and uh, give us a comment. Uh, uh, any, any listener here, if you want to give uh, Ken a DJ name, post it up and let us know, and we will be happy to select the best one for him.
0: Yes, please do. Please do. I would enjoy uh, <laughs> reading through the list of comments. And perhaps uh, in uh, one of our next episodes, we can actually go through uh, perhaps uh, like a top five or ten. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe some kind of polling.
1: <laughs> that, that's a good idea. So for anyone who wants to uh, give us your comment, go to the facebook.com asiatownvoice. And that's where you can post your comment. We are just there. And we read that every minute. We have no life, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's quickly becoming what I'll be
1: doing as well. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you like Cleveland so far?
0: I'm liking it. Uh, the community I'm in is still is still a very good. It's very welcoming. Uh, there are uh, quite a few uh, local uh, community members and business owners and establishments that I'm going to and sort of, uh, in some way, shape or form, introducing myself and saying, Hey, you know, I'm kind of new to the area and just asking for recommendations, like saying, what's good here, you know, what's uh, where should I go? And normally the locals are very welcome to, uh, to just telling me what, uh, what they think are the best spots, you know, where to, where to go, what to check out, what to see. Oh, nice. So, so far, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, enjoyable.
1: So which restaurant have you have you been to so far? On the east side or west side?
0: Uh because I'm uh right at the west side near Ohio City. Okay. Uh, most of the areas I've been to were were on the west side.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um but Again, at the same time, it's because I'm fairly new. I've been to a few of them only like once or so, and um, <laughs> already the the names of the lo- and locations are are quickly slipping from my mind. Oh, okay. But uh, um, yeah, there have been a few uh, Thai restaurants that I've tried. I think we've spoken about this in the last episode where I've enjoyed, but I have not. Um, unfortunately tried any of the recommendations yet that uh, that bossy lady and Lisa have uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm wait,
1: sorry wait. I gotta had to
0: laugh <laughs> okay so here going back to the nickname thing I, I... <laughs> so are, are we are we naming when I'm referring to when I'm referring to our others our, our co-hosts do I is it more appropriate to just call them by their first name or by their nickname
1: that's a very good question i think it's okay to call them bossy lady or uh, alexicon you know okay. uh, because that's what everybody's supposed to be known for or you can or you should i just call them their name Yen, like you or call you ken right you know, so that 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 will work too it, it's up to the up to, up to you i guess okay <laughs> yeah
0: already i was just thinking of calling you gh for short for ghost host
1: oh wow okay <laughs> gh it sounds Sorry. like a automobile company <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how cool. Oh, well, you can do that. Um, yeah, well,
0: yeah. Uh, j- just, just as a throwing it out there, just to shorten it and all. Also, a- and again, because for us, it's sort of an amateur hour. Um, I'm still getting a feel for it and trying to figure out you know, what would be most appropriate. Calling you by the nickname that's uh, been posted out there, or by just by your first name, or do I interchange it? Um, will it confuse our listeners? Is that uh, already known? I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, that's very true, just because of, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've we be, we, we always been going back and forth between bossy lady, DJ host, uh, Alexicon, ghost host, to Johnny, Yang, and Alex, back and forth. So we haven't actually set a, a rule for ourselves, which is kind of interesting. But we yeah, have anything you can do. So uh, you know something that I just realized we did something wrong earlier, earlier when we did the opening introduction? Okay. We forgot to mention that Asian Town Voice is part of the OCA project. <laughs> but that's um, that's my fault. I just realized that when I'm reading the text, like, oh, something's wrong there. Then, like, oh yeah, I forgot OCA. All right. So, yeah.
0: Now that you're stating it, is that something? <laughs> is it uh, something that we can just state somewhere in between this hour-long program, or is it uh, mandatory that it's at the beginning of the program? <laughs> we
1: we we can try. Throw in anywhere we want to. I mean, it's not <laughs> on the. I mean, we already make a mistake at the beginning, and this is uh, recording people are hearing our mistake. But you know, this is amateur hour, like you said. <laughs> we did <laughs> Yang. <laughs> Where's <laughs> Yang Tang? Our bossy lady. <laughs> she's still there. She's she's on
0: her way, hopefully. Yes, uh, yes. Yes. Going back to the nicknames, though, is that something where you would use ghost host uh, at any other point, or does Yin? Do you know if she uses Bossy Lady uh, as a nickname outside of the show at any
1: point? No, not at, not one I'm aware of that anybody would be using uh, our DJ names outside of the recording uh, on, on Asian Tongue Voice. The okay. only person using that is uh, DJ Alexicon. When he's performing on, on live show, he actually calls himself DJ Alexicon. Mm-hmm. So that's about it. So I'm, I'm not a DJ. I'm just a filmmaker. So uh, Johnny Woods okay or G.H.? <laughs> it's fine with me too.
0: <laughs> See, that's uh, that could be confusing as well. Where you, you just tell if you're introducing someone that your name is Johnny Wu, and you can just say you can call me G H though.
1: Yeah. So it's like, huh?
0: <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. that yeah. Johnny with a G, and I don't even understand how <laughs> how H comes from the Wu part.
1: That's no. Yeah. That's no. That's gonna let them think about like crazy. They're gonna have to Google me now. <laughs> Really, it's gonna be fun.
0: I, I was thinking that uh, as a nickname, if uh, one does come up for me, I, I wouldn't mind using it as um, I- if you run into those those issues at uh, like a Starbucks line or any kind of coffee shop where they ask for your name.
1: Yeah,
0: and uh, you give them a name, and uh, I I'd say like, using your nickname would be a perfect uh, like right. example for using it there, where you yes. can say, oh, you know, just like uh, what, what's your name, so we can. Uh, Complete your order. Give it to you. Oh, my name is uh, Ghost Host.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. But I don't drink coffee, so that's gonna not gonna work for me.
0: Oh, yeah. It'll be something for me then, because I'm
1: yes, a, you a can an avid
0: coffee drinker. And for some reason, my name uh, being Ken, uh, I've run into this issue uh, quite a few times where I'm not sure if the name Ken is not too common, or when I say it, it sounds uh, different, or I don't know. In a noisy environment, it can just be misconstrued. But often, when I actually use my real name, uh, what's written and what's come, comes back to me are things like Chan or
1: <laughs> Oh,
0: <laughs> and it's it's all usually way off. So I I started to call myself uh, more just common names or just very short names other than Can like Bob. Or, that or... doesn't
1: make sense. Ken is very short <laughs> and very, very gen generic already. <laughs> but you know, I know why that happened because probably because you know, like you said, the the, the surrounding might be loud, noisy, mm. or because they saw it, they see that you're Asian, so they probably think that you're saying Chang or or Tang or Tang, right? Or right. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's possible. Maybe Bob. Yeah. Okay, Bob. Did you Bob?
0: I, I, I have <laughs> tried Bob before. Um, Did it work? Bo- what was most interesting was, uh, mostly it does, and and once when I got my uh, my cup of coffee, it actually said P.O.B., like P.O.B. Huh. <laughs> so, so that was funny. I thought, uh, you know, maybe it's just a noisy environment for whatever name I'll throw out there, there's still going to be a chance that it's going to be misconstrued or spelled in a different way. I think the worst was when I actually said uh, my real name, and what came back to me was Brian. And I only realized that because no one picked up that cup of coffee, which was also the very same cup of coffee that I ordered. Oh, wow. Wow.
1: <laughs> you know what you should do? You should probably start taking picture of every, every wrong name and then make us a collage of uh, a little book for people can read it when they're in the bathroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a little bathroom book of uh, yeah, Shrewd from Ken. Okay. <laughs> I could see a business opportunity there. You know, I have, yeah. uh, I, I, I've seen other uh, bathroom books out there and, uh, and some of them not quite as interesting. So
1: yeah, that, that'd be fun. That'd be fun.
0: Maybe, maybe partner up with Instagram, put a few filters on it so that it's not the same picture, a uh, cup of coffee with a, <laughs> with a different name on it.
1: Yeah. And make sure that you can cover up the company, in the coffee shop name, so you don't get sued or whatever. Right. <laughs> you, know, you never know. So you you live in uh, Ohio City or Tremont area?
0: I live uh, near Ohio City, actually. Yeah, so, so, oh, I think okay. I think the area itself is called Detroit Shoreway. Okay. But specifically, it's called um, Gordon Square. I've, I've tried looking it up on Google yes, Maps. Yes, that's
1: Gordon Square. Yeah, yeah. I, I go there a lot. Kind of cool area.
0: It is. It is. Yeah. It's up and coming. And it's. Uh, I think within the next few months, there will be a few uh, bars and restaurants opening up. So it will be... Uh, quite a
1: quite a hub yeah yeah I actually just read an article today in a uh, uh, is it please C magazine um, it, a tree month which is not far from you there will be a new Indian restaurant coming up in uh, in a couple of weeks
2: Ooh.
1: it's called tandu tandu okay so I'm looking forward for that one that will be so that will be the closest Indian restaurant I have I have I can closer to where I live and where I work so I can. I am excited about that.
0: I think that'll be good for uh, Lisa and Yin. Uh, they were mentioning in the previous episode that they were big fans of the butter chicken in, in the. There was <laughs> Indian Delight. I think that was the name of the, the restaurant here in Gordon Square. And <laughs> you know what? I'd have to look it up uh, because okay. it's not really called butter chicken, right? It's uh it's no,
1: it's, some- I, Well, it's called butter chicken. I mean, I, I go. Th- one of my favorite Indian restaurant—not that I'm siding with any Indian restaurant because they're all great—but the one I go a little more consistently because my friend also works there, or rather, he owns it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the Café Tandoor. So I always order uh, butter chicken. That's the name of the 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 dish. Oh, it's actually really okay. really good. Yeah, I'm glad to hear
0: that. You, you know, this this is a only a side note here. Um, but when, because we're talking about Indian restaurants, uh, yes. it just reminds me of, uh, a trip I took to Berlin uh-huh. in Germany yeah. and, yeah. and th- all of the Indian restaurants there when, uh, my friend was taking me around was saying like, it's, they're very conspicuous because, um, you know that it's an Indian restaurant because they will have the outside of the restaurant painted orange. So, uh. Compared okay. to the rest of the block, their restaurant, the outside area, will, will always have like this um, distinct orange color. Why is that? And I'm not sure. Um, it, it could just be a cultural thing just to show that they're an Indian restaurant. You know, So if, if enough of them do it, then other um, establishments that are saying you know, we're serving Indian food to just make themselves known um, – Maybe specifically in that area, they'll say, "Well, because all of the other area uh, restaurants and establishments are doing it, then we should do it too, just to uh, just to kind of have the locals know that we serve Indian food as well." Um, but on top of that, I think they also each Indian restaurant serves alcohol, oh. which was very nice. <laughs> it was very nice. So they had a a good collection of uh, of Indian food there. And they would serve beers with uh, uh, with the with their food. So that's
1: pretty cool. Yeah, I think the one uh, I go to all the time, frequent all the time, they sell a uh, uh, flying horse with the Indian beer. It's kind of cool uh, oh. beer, but I don't drink, so I just see all my <laughs> friends drinking all the time. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm always ended up becoming a designated driver. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: hey, that's good. No, no, you know we we need people like that. <laughs>
1: It's disappointing though. So I cannot get drunk, and go crazy, and then go go wild.
0: <laughs> oh, you, you can do that regardless of alcohol. Yeah, but that's alcohol very is true. Easier. <laughs> yeah, very
1: true. So speaking about big drunk people and such, mm-hmm. um, you were driving an Uber.
0: That is correct, sir. So for listeners out there, if you uh, if you are an avid Uber Uber rider then you may actually have uh, ridden in my vehicle if you are in the uh, immediate west side area, like the Ohio City area, Lakewood. Um, those are usually where I'm at, or in the Cleveland downtown area. And I'll just pick people up. And with the uh, Thanksgiving Eve having been the, uh, I'd say, um, and this is where we're going to need some fact-checking here, perhaps the biggest bar night um, in America like perhaps even more so than, than oh, New Year's or so
1: oh really I thought in New Year's maybe, Year maybe. Okay. Um,
0: it, it is a very big bar night though um,
1: what about doing the St. Patrick's
0: Parade oh yeah like yeah there are so many <laughs> <laughs> there's so many out there but uh, I have I have heard consistently that it is one of the top if not the top uh, bar night and again yeah. we'll, we'll have to look that up and then maybe put post it in our notes uh, to see uh, where it stands nationwide exactly yeah, but sure. uh, yeah um, ride-sharing services are very well appreciated and something that I like to participate in as well uh, just to get people home safely and just to get people to where they need to be and you know without uh, uh, with without any inhibitions about um, you know whether they can drive or not so
1: that's actually good you know have a lot of uh, so make sure that all those people go back home safely Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So I
0: have uh, my own theories about this, but uh, do you do you know why the Thanksgiving Eve is perhaps one of the biggest bar nights in
1: America? Uh, because people don't want to see their parents-in-law that they just go and get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making it up.
0: Right, (laughs) but that's going to be the next day when they're hungover.
1: (laughs) So that's why they can just they don't tolerate. They had to stay in bed until the eating time.
0: (laughs) You know what? Like my my theory was uh, quite similar to that, where. Uh, and this could be a complete uh, stereotype of the whole Thanksgiving dinner experience
1: where, uh, you know, we got to be very careful. We don't get to be attacked by people saying that we're stereotyping to others. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stereoty- stereotyping all of America of uh, like a traditional, like Western Thanksgiving types of okay. dinners where it involves families that uh, come together for that, you know, one day because it's a national holiday. Right. And, uh, and typically when that happens, it, uh, it brings in a lot of love and care, and uh, reminiscing about old times, and also a few uh, family issues of this is why I moved out in the first place. Sorry, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like oh okay. I haven't I, I haven't uh, been back since college, or you know anything like that. And then and then some of those old rivalries uh, come back up with siblings, parents, and uh, sons, daughters, things like that.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So yeah, I, I think I, I think you might be right on. A track there where uh you know one of the reasons is yeah let's uh l- let's use this as a social lubricant uh, <laughs> to kind of like make things more on the jolly side or just to make things easier um because even though they're family they're related by blood or uh it's it's no less awkward than just meeting old friends that uh, you haven't seen for a long time, something like that. You know, where or you maybe,
1: stay. yeah, for those who does not have family or they are further away from their family, like students and such, they probably go to the bars because, you know, mm-hmm. that's such a good chance to meet other people who doesn't have any family around to celebrate.
0: That is true. Yeah, that is uh, another way. So it's it's sort of like um, an instant Friendsgiving uh, sort of night where... <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's like I,
0: my my family is out in another state or another country or something and uh you know let's perhaps uh, come out and and see who else is out in the same situation as I am
1: exactly exactly so did yeah. you uh, uh, I'm I'm curious about this um mm-hmm. do you know how many percentage of of asian americans actually dri- doing like uber driving
0: i have no idea actually Uh, That is not something that I have looked into yet, but something that we can. Um, Yeah,
1: I'm curious, just because, you know, uh, as Asian-American, we are sometimes very much reserved in that kind of perspective, Mm -hmm. being a driver. So when you said that you were an Uber driver, like, oh, wow, this is a little bit different than the typical stereotype that we uh, we know about.
0: (laughs) That is true. Um, A small indication, and this is just based on my own experience, was... um, uh, a little recently, well, uh, earlier this summer, uh, there was a ride-sharing event for people who are in that service can come together and sort of meet each other. And that's something where it's it's rarely done because uh, typically when you're when you're doing this kind of service, it's largely individual-based, where you don't meet other drivers. Uh, there's very little reason to. But this one was more of a social mixer.
1: Okay, for, for drivers. Yes, for, just for drivers. And you're talking and, about Uber driver or all kind of drivers? Uh, Uber drivers.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, where we went there and uh, I, I did see and I just sort of scanned the room. And when you mentioned like Asian, uh, like other Asian drivers, I think there might have been only one other guy and we ended up just uh, sort of talking and... Um, and just sort of ex- sharing experiences about, uh, you know, like what our ride-sharing service was like. You know, like what what our experiences were with with riders. And um, so yeah, like w- when you mentioned it, just by surveying that room, yeah, uh, it looks like Asian drivers are very much in the minority.
1: Hmm. Yeah, along I, with I, along I, with- I cannot picture myself doing that either. Just because I don't want to get my car get damaged or get. <laughs> You know, like other people throwing up in my car, and right. you know,
0: that, thats <laughs> always the concern, and that's typically one of the most—I uh, I think that's one of the most common questions by um, by people who ride my vehicle as well. Uh, usually, like around midnight or one, because they're thinking, well, you know, isn't this the prime time for when someone's going to be, uh, you know, like over the top and and you know, bodily fluids will be flying all over the place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, thankfully, and I'm knocking on wood here, that has not happened to me yet. That's good. And uh, um, and it has been a, uh, quite a rare um, occasion in general, I'm hoping.
1: So what, is, what was the most disgusting thing that you discovered in your back seat of your car? Or interest? Yeah. No, do don't, don't. Let's not say it, Let's say interesting. Things. <laughs> I think that would probably be more appropriate.
0: That's the thing. I, uh, for me, I think it's been more of a mild experience. Where, um, though, at, at most the the most interesting thing I've found was someone had left their wallet. Oh. And I had found this out like right as I turned the corner, um, had, having dropped them off. Um, and then I uh, picked up the wallet and I went back into the establishment that they were at.
1: Yeah.
0: And because it was so crowded, I could not find, <laughs> could not find them. I tried uh, seeing if I could give them a call back, but um, that wasn't working. Uh, so I had just left the the wallet with the uh, with the front desk.
1: Right. Okay. Just to
0: see if like you know they're uh, they finally realize it when they're going for their first beer or <laughs> something like that. Right. Right. Um. So like that that would be it. Like there was nothing else that um, would really constitute a, anything too wild. So I guess Clevelanders out there are um, good
1: are good passengers.
0: Yeah, are good passengers in general. So um, very much appreciated. Uh, and again, I've been driving in the downtown area, driving in Lakewood, and those are high traffic areas for restaurant and bar goers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people who like to party hard. <laughs> and
1: and they uh, they are. In most part, very respectful. Well, I, I do have a very unfortunate story to tell you about this. Um, I have a Friendsgiving um, event this past weekend, and one of my friends, they brought some alcohol, liquor, through the Uber, and the bottle somehow got open, and the whole hard liquor was all over the floor. Ooh yeah, so they unfortunately Sally they were like freaking out, so they didn't tell the driver about it either. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. no yeah. names, names, no name, main, no. Yeah, we just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, um, I'm guessing that happens maybe,
0: uh, like maybe like once, uh, like a night for like out of all of the Uber rides. And you know, if you're counting like other other ride-sharing services like Lyft as well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like once or twice a night. Um, so, but that person who that's happened to, and if they're listening to this this station, you're going to get you're going to get a very strongly worded uh, uh, comment specifically sent to you saying, like, who's your friend? Where does that person live?
1: (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. (laughs) This is so anonymous. (laughs) I I do know you guys are having that kind of an Uber rating system that you can can rate people. Right, right. So maybe the driver could make a rate, you know, rate his last experience. Yeah.
0: And and although this hasn't happened to me yet, I think uh, that even something like that that occurs yeah uh, the rider themselves also have to pay for the damages. Oh so, so there's uh, something on the app where uh, you can explain what happened or you know this occurred or my car was damaged in some way or um, and when you explain that to uber they uh, they respond right away and um, I'm pretty sure that the rider incurs some some of the damages and costs as well.
1: Oh, I should have killed my mouth shut now. Like I got them into trouble. Oops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's uh, it's fine. But like, I, I think it would have happened regardless of whether you, yeah. you put it out there or not. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, listen, uh, uh, j- uh, ladies and gentlemen who are listening to this show, uh, we are taking a little short break and let you listen to some music. Uh, and Dan we'll be back in, uh, shortly.
0: CA's Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We are on every Sunday at 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans community and their culture, education, and their events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asiatown Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that listeners will enjoy our program and give support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. So, I again to reintroduce ourselves. I am Kenny Uehara, and I am speaking
1: with Johnny Ghost Host Wu. Wu. <laughs> well, although today I'm not, uh, I'm not a ghost host because I'm talking more than usual.
0: Right. Yeah. So we've just shortened it to GH. But um... there you go,
1: GH. <laughs> then for all the listeners, if you remember, don't don't forget to go to our Facebook page, which is Asia Asia Town Voice on Facebook, and make a suggestion what uh, DJ name you want can to have uh, for the future episodes.
0: That is correct. We'll uh, really want to hear your input on uh, quite a few things as we are throwing a, a bunch of. Th- uh, facts out there that probably need some fact checking so exactly if you have some time on your hands please uh, feel free to correct us in any way shape or form
1: Yep, <laughs> yep yeah, yeah. so uh we just had thanksgiving um, i hope everybody have a great time and how did you celebrate your thanksgiving yeah. you know um
0: this is a longer story but uh i actually, make it short make it short <laughs> okay <laughs> all right let's let's see um just, just a bullet points here, but I celebrated it with uh, a new acquaintance uh, who's living in the Cleveland area uh, who I've met through LinkedIn. We just sort of um, contacted each other that way because we knew each other professionally but had not met each other, but we're both from Hawaii. So uh, as you, you might have heard in the previous episode, uh, I explained a little bit that I am originally from Hawaii, and I had recently met someone here who's also living in Hawaii. And he has told me that he um, did not know anyone else uh, who's grown up in the Hawaii area uh, in Cleveland so far, other than myself. And he's lived here for about 10 years. Oh, wow. So it was really great to, to meet with him because I haven't been there for uh, so many years. I haven't been back for so many years as well. And where he and his wife um, uh, invited uh, me and my wife to, uh, to their Thanksgiving dinner. And we had, um, we had m- very much enjoyed uh, their their Thanksgiving feast and some of their um, Hawaiian style food as well.
1: Oh, that must be delicious.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. It's very nostalgic, especially for me. So there was like things like mochiko chicken, which is a uh, um, uh, common Haw- Hawaii uh, dish, a dish in Hawaii that's since uh, Asian in- inspired. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. There's actually um, much of the local Hawaiian cuisine is Asian inspired, so there's a lot of like Korean, um, Filipino, uh, Japanese, and Chinese inspired dishes, and it's just become more of the local cuisine there. So um, it's it's very uh, it's very nostalgic for me, and it's very delicious.
1: Nice, that's very very cool. Yeah, and how about for you? Um, I actually spent the whole Thursday um, working on. Nonprofit stuff, and I I, I don't celebrate my uh, Thanksgiving that much because I, I like to spend oh that, that holiday where everybody's so busy with their family I would spend it with my by myself because I I kind of like the quietness especially when every, every day I'm working so hard and trying to work with people this is the day or like Thanksgiving New Year's or the Christmas it's the only day I actually had for all day for myself. So I had to maximize that doing stuff that I really want to do uh, <laughs> so I spent the whole day working on the Cleveland Asian festival website and I spent uh, the other part of the day doing the uh, one word day website because there's two nonprofit organizations having events coming up the Cleveland Asian Festival is May 21st and 22nd and the one word day is August 28th so you know I got there's things that I love doing and it's kind of in a way of I had my quietness to do stuff like that. But why not?
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, that's quite a bit of preparation involved. I'm guessing because if you're starting on that now, um, and this is like so many months into the future, yeah, and I, I can see that there there must be a lot of planning and involvement,
1: especially yeah. for,
0: for getting it those does. started.
1: It does. The Cleveland Asian Festival last uh, this past May, we had almost uh, forty nine thousand people showed up one more day, about 10,000 people. So for, for, for us to be able to continue this success, we had to keep going, moving forward and and get it going. And of course, you know, Thanksgiving, you have a lot of food, course, meal. <laughs> I spend time eating junk food all day long, <laughs> 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 which is not good. I mean, um, OCA currently partnering with the Asia Service in Action to do a, a healthy eat, eating project, which is called RACE. Um, I am failing that project because I've been eating junk food. <laughs> well, could you describe a little bit
0: more about like what, what do you mean by that? Uh, this program, this healthy eating program, uh, yeah,
1: to, to promote healthy eating, uh, within the Asian community, Asian Pacific American communities, uh, Asia, Service, Asia 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 you Serv, know, Asian Services in Action, Asia in short. Uh, have partnered with different nonprofit organization in Cleveland that's including OCA motivation uh, the Indian community the Korean the Japanese a different Chinese school to to work together in, in uh, uh, pushing out there in different type of uh, healthy eating programs or healthy eating healthy type of workout like Tai Chi martial art uh, mm-hmm. eat more vegetables don't eat too much junk food like I do Um and being active living because this way um, have 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 the conscious the consciousness to be healthy and 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 a better choice of life lifestyle. Um, that's been okay. very much a big project. We've been it's been going on for the past two years, uh, and we have been successfully have, uh, uh, promoted and make everybody to try to go get to that directions. Uh, like also, no try not to smoke and etc. etc. Cetera, et cetera. Okay,
0: so th- there's just a uh, a number of things to do in terms of leading a healthy lifestyle.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's it's a good thing, you know. Um, you you see more people more engaged in in work, work working out, doing some um, workout stuff. Um, I just got a text message that she's running late which we're already almost done <laughs> so bossy lady is a little bit late, uh, uh, busy with work so we, we understand that so I'm hoping that DJ Alexica can join in but he's like uh, complaining over there on Facebook that Skype is not giving him a good time right now
0: I see it yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's alright so, yeah.
0: well, uh, you know, one of the other topics that we didn't touch up on yet is uh, are the Black Friday deals, where uh, the day after Thanksgiving, there was uh, uh, quite a few shopping deals uh, in terms of getting ready for the next great holiday, which would be, be Christmas. around Christmas time. Yeah. So, just people exchanging gifts, buying gifts for each other. That's a very big thing. And, um,
1: So did you go out there and go 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 in line to go to the not get into the Black Friday mayhem?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's not quite mayhem when you're just doing it online, which I think many people. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) why I did.
0: Yeah, but uh, largely it's just things that uh, I would like to just browse for myself. Like you know, what what's something that I would like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would be both
1: the, the giver and the receiver. Of... <laughs> oh man, I was gonna ask you some for some gifts.
0: <laughs> you can still ask. you <laughs> are not
1: gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually buy all my stuff other than grocery store, grocery shopping or um, uh, toilet paper and such. Uh, most of my stuff, I just buy them online on, through Amazon. That's where I buy my stuff.
0: Uh, and just have it all shipped to you so that you yeah i mean about you know,
1: exactly it's prime time uh, that i have so it's yeah, actually pretty good
0: you know one of the things that um that i think about when i'm getting gifts for uh for certain people yeah or, you know some i, I do like giving uh, like in the, just in the spirit of giving gifts where um, i'll come across something mm-hmm. and i'll think you know yeah, yeah th- this would be a good um, uh, book or, or a product or something that, uh, I think my friend would enjoy and it doesn't necessarily have to be around this season, but just like, if I come across it, then I'll just put it on my wish list and have like, a little note saying, uh, the person's birthday or, you know, whatever special occasion, or maybe just, just because. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also have another separate sort of wish list where it's more tongue in cheek where I'm thinking, you know, what would be like a good gift to give someone where it looks obvious that you haven't really put thought into it? And and this has been a real issue. Like I've actually come across this and have done this before (laughs) where it's like, it's, it it has a a double meaning where one, where the gift it's thoughtful that you're giving someone a gift, but at the same time, the gift looks very, rushed or it it looks very obvious that it was a second thought as in, oh yeah, you know, I decided to get this from you. Like it's clearly from the gas station on the way or, you know, where (laughs) uh, many anniversary presents are gifted that way. But in this case, what I'm looking for is a purposely um, thoughtful slash thoughtless gift.
1: So every listener here, if you want to get really, really good, thoughtful gifts, make sure you be very, very good friend with Ken.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So that I could think especially hard to give you a gift that makes it seem like I really only thought of you while I was at the grocery aisle looking at a can of beans.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's true.
0: Just just know uh, that behind that idea, I spent... Probably a good hour thinking about what it was I could be give, giving you, and wow. thinking hard and long about uh, <laughs> if, if this would be meaningful slash meaningless wow. to you. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of sweet. And at the same time, gonna make it make you break break your bank pretty soon. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we want to think about uh, cost effectiveness as well.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I I I have um, every year. Um, I would buy a bunch of gifts throughout throughout the year and then give them through, through it. So, And, you know, to have them I'd uh, have the gift for the people. But I usually give people gifts throughout the whole year. So not necessarily just waiting for Christmas. Um, the one thing I, I learned about doing this, you know, if I had the wealth I can share, I will share. Mm-hmm. And, what make everybody happy make myself popular too No, just kidding <laughs> <laughs>
0: at, at least thought of pos, uh, positively uh, throughout the year um but I think that's a really good practice and that's something that, that that's good that's um something that I try to uh, practice as well uh, just so that we're we're in that constant mode of uh, of giving and, and and you know what it's it's also sort of selfish for me because when I feel like this is something that would be of value to a friend or family member of mine and I send it over their way, it makes me feel good. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. um, it's just, uh, feeling grateful, um, and you know, that this person, they just kind of, uh, realizing that this person is in my life and giving value to me. And I wanted to just send like a quick note or, or a gift that I think that they'd find useful and, um, it makes, you know. Just that little bit of um, uh, effort I think goes a long way in terms of keeping my mood up and just keeping me like ment- uh, like mentally and emotionally healthy
1: right right right. so have you seen any cool, cool Black Friday uh, sale or everything was the same?
0: Yeah, I think there uh, well the, the best sales are the free ones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and oh, you were yeah, talking yeah.
0: about Amazon, and this was before Black Friday, but uh, Amazon was doing like a, a free free app, music, uh, and book download. That's um, right. I saw away. that.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so you know, for, for those that I think, oh, this might be even semi-useful or semi-interesting, I I get it because it's free, <laughs> and if I don't like it, then I can just uh, I can just delete it right away or just uh, <laughs> or just not use it, you know, not yeah. listen to it. Um, so I, I think there like Amazon was one of them, but uh, there are uh, I'm I'm sure there were several different sites that that had those kinds of deals where they're just sort of um, giving free items as an incentive for you to visit their site and and shop around.
1: Right, right, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that was that was one of the greatest things that I've seen, and like I, I'd say keep a lookout for that when there are, um, spe- specific holiday gift types of deals. Then there are other sites that are trying to undercut them by yes. giving away free stuff.
1: And of course, there's always the uh, tomorrow Cyber Monday.
0: Yeah, oh you know, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, with Cyber Monday, I'm. I'm actually not that familiar with it. Like, uh, that just means it's only online, right? Yeah. So that's so, the difference between Cyber uh, Cyber Monday and Black Friday.
1: Yeah, Black Friday tend usually originally is only mostly retail stores or stores that have actually a, a, a building establishment. Mm-hmm. But then everybody wants to jump into the gun. So the the unfortunate part about the Black Friday was uh, people starting to do their Black Friday earlier. I mean. <laughs> you have Black Friday on Thursday you have Black Friday and, and, and Wednesday just right. because they want the money they want to and they claim the economy is not good but yeah at the same time I don't know why the CEO always get more bonuses than other the employees that work for them you know <laughs> and, and
0: <laughs> Black Friday week Black Friday month
1: yeah. yeah so it's a it's becoming a a money hunger sale opportunity for for stores and but Cyber Monday you, it's it's basically just for all the re- uh, online store who who doesn't have a an actual physical store storage uh, retail mm-hmm. store, they can actually try to sell stuff online and, and get a bargain. But for me, sometimes I realize Cyber Monday sale is not really that good as this offer sale. So you yeah, know, instead I, of fifty
0: percent off, I, they'll just say it's twenty percent off. Or uh,
1: it's 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 a sale, but it's not really a sale per se. Because I buy almost maybe a hundred items per month through Amazon. And I always buy the, the I, I always can find the, the most reasonable, uh, cheapest price available. Uh, to give you an example, um, I can I bought a self balancing mini scooter, which is what they call the hoverboard right now. Um, they're usually about $500, $1,000. I got them for $200. I'm taking about $300. And then okay. when you do the go to the Cyber Monday, I'm very sure tomorrow you're gonna see it as people selling it for three hundred dollars still. So mm-hmm. there's no really a sell for me because I already found out the sale <laughs> yeah. three months ago.
0: You know what? And that's such a like the more I think about it, Cyber Monday is such a great idea because uh, this is for people who missed out on Black Friday yeah. for whatever reason. Many times it could have just been uh, for work related or personal, you know, personal related. Um, but I think the demographic that they're largely reaching out to uh, beyond that is just they just missed out on it because they uh, they procrastinated or they you know they, they waited too long. So before Cyber Monday, you know, people would just be kicking themselves, going like, "Oh, you know, I have all this money to spend." And I just completely missed out on these, spale, uh, on these sales. I guess I'll have to wait till next year or something along those lines. And then Cyber Monday came out, where they're picking up all of the people who had missed out on Black Friday. Yeah,
1: and, yeah.
0: And were just too lazy or procrastinated too long to to get those deals. And and lo and behold, they're getting the same deals uh, on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And it's all site, it's all online, so like that takes out the equation of having to physically go anywhere. Because you know, like if, if you procrastinated too long or didn't want to go out on that day, why would you want to go out on Monday? So it takes out that equation altogether, and it's just online. It's a one-click kind of uh, uh, shopping experience, and and it puts more money in, in people's pockets.
1: Yeah, true. Unfortunately, right now the uh, online shopping uh, uh, online store, like even like Amazon, uh, mm-hmm. you you get you get charged by the taxes too. So you really not not see much a difference between Cleveland mm-hmm. uh, shopping in, locally or shop online. Yeah. So who knows?
0: I do know. Um, in, in my area, there uh there are shopping deals that are kind of spo- um popping up, where it's meant specifically to support the small businesses. Yeah. And there was uh, one for just the, uh, like near where I am in Gordon square. There's just a I uh, I forgot what it's called. Something about shopping in Lorraine. And I'm not sure if that's uh, already passed, but uh, that was an event as well.
2: Uh huh. Yes.
0: And it was just specifically for highlighting holidays on Lorraine. Uh, I see. Yeah. And it's, uh, from December 4th to December 6th, where, um, there's a Lorraine Avenue antiques district. And I think they were, um, they're just ha- highlighting that event there so that the local businesses, um, can, uh, uh, can have more exposure. Right. And right. I think there are a few are like around the communities as well, where it's just more about, you know, like shop local. Like we have small businesses that are for, you know, so many different types of items, very unique for handcrafted things. And, uh, uh, just remember that those exist as well or you can just easily go to those stores you can browse around and um, support the Cleveland community
1: that's very true, that's one of the things probably good is to buy locally if you support the Cleveland businesses so they can continue to strive, mm-hmm. very good point, um, at the same time you know, unfortunately our time is up, uh, we've been having our amateur hours for <laughs> an hour and we didn't kill right. each other yet <laughs> And um, Yang Tang, uh, DJ Bossy Lady, and uh, DJ Alex. Unfortunately, they couldn't be able to join us this time, but they're probably going to try to join us next time.
0: Well, I I enjoyed it regardless. So thank you, GH. It was a uh, it was a pleasure.
1: You're welcome, Mister Nobody. Mister Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't have your DJ hey, name oh. yet, so I had to call you that. <laughs> okay. Or maybe call you a uh, noob. <laughs> no. <laughs> noob. Yeah, noob. All right. Uh, Thank you everybody for listening. I'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.